episode 133. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. And you are listening to the Bible Buffoons Podcast. It's like you scared yourself. It came out faster and you, more aggressive. Than you like startled yourself. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm Chris. We have kind of like a, I don't know, intimate, dark. I don't have, I don't have the lights on. Are they usually on? They're usually not, but it's okay. usually not as cloudy outside. That's true. Yeah. No, I don't have those lights on, mm. but it's just kind of a darker tone in here. I don't mind it. So let's talk about the death of our Lord. I went to uh, a. Deep I mean, I mean, I mean, right we are <laughs> right before, but what'd you say? I said that went to a deep dark place real quick. Is it? Is it? Is that dark? Man, don't say about like the death of our Lord, like that. Those those words. Yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's funny you should ask. So, like, I do a Bible study with my kids. Uh huh. In the morning before school, uh-huh. um, and we've been reading through Mark. I thought you say we're in Revelation. We're reading through nope. <laughs> we've been reading through Mark, but we're getting to the point where he's about to be betrayed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. yeah, man, it's dark. Like, oh, it it's is a very, very dark. like kind of visceral story. And so, like, I'm trying to think, like, do I just read it with them? And, and Mark's pretty quick through it too, though. Mark's the, that's why I started with Mark. Yeah, Mark's, Mark's the very quick through, through the gospel. It, yeah. You know. All everything's yeah. kind of accelerated, yeah. so it's going to be sort of the least graphic, I yeah. guess. Um, but it's like I just read it and let them kind of process it and ask questions, or do we kind of go for just like jump off at that one point and go for like a like a something made for kids? I don't know. So because it definitely is dark. I mean, it was necessary. Well, and, you know, I, I did not mean for this to off the <laughs> bat get to, which I think is great. That's fine. Uh, but we know the end of the story, right? But you know, like Jesus Storybook Bible talks about Jesus dying, but not like. But it. it's pretty sanitized. Uh, yeah, everything is sanitized. Yeah, as it somewhat should be for children's. That's my question. So that it's like, all right, I got eleven year old, nine year old, seven year old. Well, I'll tell you this: whenever Charlie. Next year gets in. It's I, I. I don't put on gloves. Yeah. Well, he's good. Charlie can get. I mean, he's and Lila he's is third grade. She's intellectually. Yeah. She could get there, but she's also very sensitive. I could see it yeah. kind of being upsetting for Jude. Who knows, man? Like, <laughs> maybe we'll just go for it. We'll just keep reading, and Jack would probably cry. Yeah. Jack would probably cry. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. There's a cool book that we got. I think we let Marybeth's dad borrow it for a class called um, I Just Went Blank and My Wife is Yelling in the Car Right Now. It's this one. I know. Uh, the Garden. The Governor's Garden. The Garden, the Curtain, and the Cross. Okay. It's really good. Like next time I preach, which is in like next month, I'm like, be like, hey, y'all, I'm just going to read this book. What? Uh, like, but it like. Who wrote it? You said that, didn't you? I didn't say who wrote um, it. No. The Garden, the Curtain, and the Cross. Yeah. Let me find it. It's We'll put it in the show notes. It's one of my favorites. So you've read it before. Oh, we have it. I mean, it's like a kid's book. Oh. 
it's like a kid's book, but it goes through the reason for from the garden to the curtain tearing yeah. a Y and the cross or the the curtain cross and the cur- uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the garden the curtain. Sorry, guys. And the okay, the garden, the curtain, and the cross. Yes. Hey, I, I was right. Is it a long book or like a picture book? No, you, you can read it all in one night. Nice. A picture book, but it's like for me, I was like, how many adults? would hear this on a Sunday morning and go, oh, that was good. Like, yeah, we don't spend a lot of time talking about it, but it, yeah. but it puts it from, I mean, it's the whole story. Like awesome. from Adam and Eve to the, I mean, it's not like, and then Joseph and then, but it just kind of gives you the big picture. Cool. It's $9 on Amazon. If you guys want that book. That's nine. And it's illustrated dollars. very well. I mean, it's a kid book, but like I said, when I read it, I, I, I'm almost in tears reading it. I'm like, this is really good. Um, and I think that we need to use it. I might, I might just read that and preach and be like, think about it. I like it. Wow. And put Uh, the pictures up on the screen. Yeah. We could probably do that. Be a whole thing. Be a whole thing thing. Um, well, what is today? Technically March 1st. Yes. When hey. we're recording this. Well, yes, right now. Th- th- this will come out the second. March 1st, though. This is, hey. We're in it. <laughs> Indeed. We're in, we're starting month three of the year. Yes. Um, baseball season is underway-ish. We got a scrimmage Saturday. The next Saturday is game time. Charlie's got his first game tonight. Are you serious? Yeah. Dang. I'm playing some... Homewood team or something. Nice. Yeah. Jack's first one is next Saturday, the yard sale day, and it is uh, 6 o'clock p.m. That's going to be a full day. We have 16, 17 teams in our league. We have the biggest league at the park. And so it's so hard. Like, most of his game, he has, he has a, like a 7 p.m. game. Yeah. We're used to Saturday. And this is Saturday. Saturday at 6 p.m. We're used to like Saturday at 11, yeah. 10 o'clock. You get it done. Here it's like, dang. And that's after a day of doing the yard sale. That's oh, it's gonna be miserable. I'm gonna be super tired, but what is it's what it is. It is what it is. What, what do they is. say? Well, cool, Charlie. Wait, is he is he pitching tonight? Or we? I don't know. I don't know that. Um, Coach hasn't told you what the lineup is if he's pitching. They I to get his mind ready, or do they say it's even worse to do that? I think they have figured out through trial and error that it's best if the kid shows up and they say, "Hey, you're starting." So, because if they tell them earlier in the day, they're they in their head all day. Spin out and yeah. Okay. Get, so, I don't know about Charlie. I don't know him specifically, but like they they got four four pitchers in the rotation, and generally they show up and they're like, "Hey, issue." So, now sometimes they give the parents a heads up to make sure they eat their Wheaties and <laughs> yeah. everything's okay. And and I did not get that heads up. So, so well, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. It'll be great. You got smart. You got a little sports psychology going on with kids. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. My sports psychology is, do you want a Gatorade tonight? <laughs> and chill out. Then you get a Gatorade. Our coach brings Gatorades and snacks to every practice. Hey, you can't hide money. You can't hide money. <laughs> Big Gatorades, too. He's no, not even full size. Full size. 16 ounces, I Who's think. this guy? I mean. Warren Buffett? <laughs> Jimmy. Elon Musk? Jimmy Buffett. Is it really? No. Uh, something Stevens. Nice. Justin. We have the same name, and we both have twins. That's weird. Twin boys. That's weird. 
Yep. Anyways. Anyways, um, hope you guys are doing great. March is off to a wonderful start. Uh, spring is about to be here. And probably a lot of tornadoes. Yep. We're going from like 40 to 80s and very huge swings here. I got uh, shout out to Vicky and Katie, mother-in-law and sister-in-law. They were driving from Nashville to, to basically Vancouver, basically Washington state, very high up moving Katie there and they're stuck. They're stuck in Reno snows. They can't go anywhere. Do we have Nevada? We do have Nevada and Uh, they went through New Mexico and I'm like, we don't have New Mexico. I was like, you guys could have listened. Probably come in as AA. It might come in as AA. Um, No, no new things guys. Come on. 2023 year of the year of North Dakota. We have looked at our financial um, uh, abilities and we're not flying to North Dakota. <laughs> One, they don't take any Southwest points. Hey, you know what though? And I think it's about 1200 bucks. So if you want to donate, if you listen in North Dakota or procure for us, a listener in North Dakota, Justin's going to send you a full size Gatorade. Any color you pick. Oh yeah. I'll do the mystery. It, we'll find we'll, it. We'll do whatever. Lime green. It'll be great. Yeah. That's our promise to you. That's our pledge. Well, technically Justin's pledge, but I'll, I'll be supportive. Well, you're being my mouthpiece as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one saying this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll buy you a Gatorade. I will ship you a Gatorade. Or, I'll, size. or I'll Venmo you $3 mm. for a Gatorade. <laughs> whatever they cost. Um, all right. All right. Here we go. We are done with uh, essential thingy things. Checkpoints. Checkpoints. Uh, I like that series. Um, by the numbers, y'all didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> now we understand. Now people are getting back outside doing things. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't do this for all of y'all. <laughs> All 30 of y'all. Um, <laughs> they go to our church. Oh, this is a good little bit you got going here. <laughs> <laughs> Where I hate the listeners. <laughs> no, I love oh, you guys. I'm grateful for y'all. Hey, I, 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 for real. I would do this even if we weren't recording. Me and you get to sit together and that, talk. Well, we used to. We used to do this. We, yeah, then we, we just decided to record. <laughs> we decided to buy microphones uh, and get deflated by the numbers online. <laughs> Or you could be like me and just not look. You don't look. Yeah, I look today only because I look. I, I, for real, y'all, I look once a week, maybe twice, but it's usually the day we record because I, I got to see if we get North Dakota. I'm yeah. only on there to see if we get North Dakota. Um, and we, we didn't. And we didn't. Um, but hey, if you have your, if you have your bibbles, I have mine. Uh, if you're driving, don't have it. But um, we're gonna be in John 17. Gonna be a little one off, and I don't know. I think we can do it all. In this one time. Um, but John 17, towards the end of uh, the letter of John, the book mm. of John, uh, also towards the end of the life of Jesus. We talked about that at the beginning of the podcast, but this is towards the end of the life of Jesus. Yeah. Um, we know, was it John 15, one of our favorite chapters, Remain in me, vine branches. That's the last. That's the. You're making a lot of rustling noises over there. <laughs> Can only imagine what that sounds like in people's ears. Sounds like discipleship. 
<laughs> sure. Love it. Yeah. Jesus already, he's already done the last supper. Yep. He's already done that jazz. Wash disciples feet. Wash disciples feet. Got that going on. And he starts a little speech and then he starts a speech prayer. Yes. So this is, um, the longest recorded prayer of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Can't say it's the longest prayer of Jesus. We, we read in scripture that he would go all night yeah, and pray. So, but this is the longest prayer recorded that we have. Um, John 17 and it's pretty good <laughs> and it's a pretty good prayer. He hits a lot of different things. Um, so this is not like the earlier one of Jesus teach us then how to pray. Mm-hmm. This is him praying. Yeah. Um, so a little context, what's going to happen in John 18. Yeah. So he's going to get arrested. He's going to get betrayed. He's going to get betrayed in the garden, uh, taken before the Sanhedrin, mm-hmm. taken before Herod. Uh, and then ultimately to Pilate. So I, I don't know if we know exactly what time frame yeah. between 17 and 18, but you, I mean, I would think you're looking at less than 24 hours. Yeah. It seems more like hours. It seems more like hours, right? Like it's a, it's, it's a very quick time. So this prayer is, Whoa, I have a timeline in my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on Thursday would have been the Passover. Yes. Uh, in the evening. You know, like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. would probably have been. Uh-huh. So, following that, so this prayer probably happened on Thursday night. Okay. Right after that meal, washing the disciples' feet. Uh, then, the next day, actually, that's not true. Like, over midnight and into the next morning is when kind of all this kicks up. So, we're talking about hours. Yeah, it's very, very quickly. So, this isn't like, oh, this has happened another month from now. Like, yeah. this is... Uh, right when it happens. And he gives us a little preview of that in some of his words um, coming up. But John 17, 1 through 26, this is Jesus' um, prayer that he has. Um, it's kind of long. You want to read half and I'll read half? Sure. Well, we have two different. It doesn't matter. We have two different translations, but. We always do. We <laughs> always do. All right, what do you want to do? One through uh, uh, 11? Okay. And then, and then I'll start 13 down? Okay. All right. Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven, and said, Father, the hour has come. There's a clue. That- that, that, that's what I was saying, right? Yeah. Like, how long? I don't think he meant the exact hour, but yeah. like, hey, we're here. The time has come. Like, hey, for sure. hey, we're here. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you, since you gave him authority over all flesh so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given to him. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, glorify me in your presence with that glory I had with you before the world existed. I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you because I have given them the words that you gave me. They have received them and have known for certain that I came from you. They have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me because they are yours. Everything I have is yours and everything you have is mine and I am glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world and I'm coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I was protecting them by your name, 
that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them is lost, except the son of destruction, so that scripture might be fulfilled. Verse 13, I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is the truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I and them and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, through the world, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them, and I will... Uh, to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love that you have for me may be in them that I myself may be in them. 26 verses. I know that's long, maybe the longest scripture we've read on here before <laughs> at one time. Uh, but you get a deal kind of what he's saying there. Not of this world, of this world, in me, not out of in me. They know it. They don't. I'm in you, you and them, you and me. Like he kind of goes through all of this. Um, but w- but what I find fascinating is when at the very beginning, he's like, hey, the hour has come. And for some of them, they're like, uh, say what now? I don't quite get it. But Jesus knows. Mm. He knows what's going to happen literally in a few hours, betrayed. He knows the next steps. He knows that he has to die. So he's like, okay. And in the middle of maybe one of the most, I mean, I know Jesus was on the boat and the storms and the this, but you got to know he's like, all right, this is game time. Yeah. And he knows it's, it's about, it's about to get real. And in the middle of that chaos, what does he do? He prays. Yeah. You know, he doesn't try to fix things and I'm sure there's more. Like if, if you knew, if you, you know, if you were one of the disciples and you're like, uh, Jesus has hours left with us. I would want him. I would, hey, come on. Hey, let's start teaching. Like, tell me more. Yeah. Like, reveal more to me. And Jesus goes, mm, I need to take a step back and pray. Yeah. I think that's huge for us. Um, in the middle when we know things are about to happen or things are kind of chaotic, we tend to try to fix or reach out or do this or do that. How often do we take time back and go, uh, I need to pray. Yeah. I need to seem to be with God. You know, we've talked about this before, but this is like, you get the sense that Jesus is transitioning here. So like, he's been a rabbi, basically, you know, for three years, teaching, healing, proclaiming the message, right? And in 
14, 15, 16, you see this accelerated, like these are the most important things that I need to leave with you and that you need to take with you. You know, he talks about the Holy Spirit. He talks about abiding in him. And then from 16 to 17, it's like this transition. And he, it seems like his role as a teacher is finished. Yeah, yeah. And what he moves into now is abiding in the presence of his father to both prepare himself yeah. for what's about to yeah. happen. And that continues on in 18. Like he uh -huh. goes to the garden to pray, oh, right? Yeah. He doesn't go there to teach or mm -hmm. he, he goes there for one reason. So he, 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 he moves into a, a spirit of prayer to prepare himself and to just say, all right, I have done all that I can do with these people that you've given me, Father, and now they're in your hands. He's basically dedicating. He is, you know, setting them apart and giving them to God because he knows this, this time is over. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, and we're going to go through here in the next 10, 15 minutes on what did he pray in this, but it's, I don't think it's necessary. Now it's a beautiful prayer and you kind of lay some stuff out. I don't think it's as much about what he prays, but who he's praying. Like he knows I need to stay close to the father. Mm. And he just told them that in 15, remain in me, remain in me, stay yeah. in me. And him, he is showing them the example of, no, I'm staying close to the Father. Yeah, The best that I can here on earth, I'm staying close to the Father because that's what's going to help me get through this. You also need to stay close to me. Yeah, um, And just kind of showing the fact because he knows that, that um, you know, he prays for the unity of the disciples. He like prays for the disciples in this because he knows here in a few hours, it's about to get bonkers yeah. and they're going to split and they're going to hide and they're going to question and they're going to be confused. Um, and I think in the middle of this, he's given them that example of, hey, when things get rough and when you are very confused, stick to the Father. Yeah. Stick to me. I uh, I like to hear people pray. Yeah. Because it's almost like this intimate look into like who they really are or, you know, like who they are with God, I guess. And because sometimes people can be very different uh in prayer than they are, you know, in conversation Oh yeah, or whatever. And so like you mentioned, this is the longest recorded prayer, but not that yeah. we have of Jesus. And so like, it's this intimate look into like how he relates to God, the father and what how, does he use? What he thinks about his disciples. Right. And, uh, and he uses father a bunch in this. Well, that, that I love that. Yeah. Like, and like some of the, there's some deep, like theological Trinity stuff going uh -huh. on here. Like, uh, but what's clear is that Jesus is speaking from a place of intimacy, uh, probably intimacy that our minds actually can't fully grow around. Yeah. You know, he talks about being loved before time began, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, duties with it. You know, he's like, they were yours. Now you've given them to me. Now I'm giving them back, back to, to you. you. <laughs> like there's some pretty deep stuff that we definitely don't have time to get into, but like, it's almost like this layer comes off and we just get to see what Jesus's heart towards his father looks like and towards his people. And this just jumped out at me. Uh, we don't have to talk about this, yeah, but no, uh, it's funny. Like in 16, 
what the chapter right before still clear these guys have no idea what's actually going on but listen to listen to uh what jesus says about the disciples which should give us some comfort he said uh oh where is it basically he's like they have kept your word they they they've done a good job and it's like these guys have been an absolute mess and now jesus is like saying they did it you know like they've done they've done they've done a good job so that should give us some hope. That's yeah. Oh, I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now, now they know that everything you've given to me because I've given them the words you gave me. They have received them and have known for certain that I came from you. They have believed that you sent me. It's like, good job. Even though you just got it wrong. Missed again. it. Yeah. Missed it all. So so we're going to go through, there's about seven things that he kind of prays for. That's a lot. We're not going to spend a lot of time in this. We're going to briefly talk about it. Those seven can be put into another category of three. Mm. Three, Jesus prays for himself. He's prays for his disciples. And what I think is one of the coolest things is that he prays for us today. Like that's kind of mind boggling, mm. right? Like that one that just shows the, the like level in which Jesus is on that like he's he knew what he was doing. He's praying for us. Yeah. Um, I know when I get prayed for and we have some things at church where it's like, Hey, we're gonna pray for staff and we've done retreats and pray for each other. And you know, and then we have somebody sit in the middle and we all pray for them. Those are great. Like I, I enjoy when people pray for me, Mm -hmm. but to think about, Oh, in this scripture is when Jesus is praying for you. Like, that's pretty cool. Cause we always look about like, where am I in this and this story and this, but it, it's one of the few times where you can very clearly point out it and say, Oh, he's talking about me. <laughs> yes. Right. Or it's like, Oh, well yeah. the people, or is it this, is it the disciples or the people he was talking to the people on the, he's saying for all those that believe in me, if you had, if you had a list, there is a list somewhere <laughs> you could trace your faith lineage back to one of these people that Jesus is talking about. He yes. Said, he said, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe because of their message. Yes. There you one go. One day you'll be able to follow that trail and, and be able to see how it is you came to faith in Christ. What's it? 23 me? Message. I don't know what that would be. I don't, I don't <laughs> that know. That would be 4 billion. 78,000 <laughs> and me. Well, I, yeah, I, I was just trying to think, what is it like a clever, um, anyways, what's a clever 23 and me biblical, but mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. <laughs> we'll report back. We'll report back. But yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. He prays for himself, he prays for disciples, and then he prays for us today. Like, just have comfort that like, he says, hey, before the time began, before you knew, like, you have loved me before. He says, hey, I have loved you, and I'm praying for you. And he's praying for your unity. He's praying for your spiritual walk. He kind of goes through that. Um, so, okay, seven things. We have been rambling today, and we read 26 verses. Uh, but we're going to go through this. Ramble on. Okay. Uh, Jesus, uh, in verse 1 through 3, Jesus prayed that we would have eternal life. Right? Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. So he's like he's praying for us to spend forever with him. Right? So Jesus prays that we would have eternal life with him. Mm. He's thinking about you before his death, saying, God, be, be with them. Mm. I can't 
fathom, grasp, imagine the the mind. I know Jesus was fully human, but he was also son of God, <laughs> right? Of like the names that would go through his mind of like be with these people, like what he was envisioning. I'm not saying he was envisioning 2023 Birmingham, Alabama, but maybe, right? Like him just saying like all these people that are going to believe in me, let's have eternal life. Yeah. Um, I mean, one again, I just think that's a cool little deal there. I can't imagine like what, what that experience was like for Jesus. You know, he's God, so he's probably working on a different plane. But like to know (laughs) probably that this time was so close when the plans since the beginning were about to be unlocked. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, and this, and this was it. So like to reconcile God's people back to him forever. And he's like on the doorstep of that. Like I imagine him reading, saying this part of his prayer with like some anticipation, some excitement. Like there's some hard stuff coming. Oh, hey, I'm going to die. But he's, like, but he's but like, I know why. I'm going through this door and out the other side because I know. Yeah. I know what's coming. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. That's very cool. He knew. Nobody else knew. Uh, he tried to tell him. <laughs> he tried to tell him. It's clear. But like. Yeah. He, he like. To think about that in this moment. Like, oh, is well, this is crazy. a big deal. He's like, uh, this is the biggest deal. Yeah. Like That's that y'all been, have been waiting for. Yeah. For the beginning, of, like for generations, yeah. like what your families and families, what your great, 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 whatever's been talking about, it's yeah. me now. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, they're like, okay, say what now? Where are you going? <laughs> they still can we come with you? Yeah. Hey, can I come with you? He's like, God, you can't come with me, Peter. I've tried. <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> He's like, do I want to build my church on you? You don't seem to be the brightest right now. Um, all right. Two, Jesus prayed for the disciples' unity. That's yeah. in 10 and 11. Not once, but like 40 times. In- <laughs> yeah, he prays because because he knows, uh, again, be with them. Let them continue the work because they're about to be scattered. They're about to be hunted. They're about to be afraid. Um, pray for their unity. And then also, I think kind of the bigger picture is they could easily come back and try to assert themselves as, well, I was the lead here. I know more here. You know, you could think about them trying to start their own churches and own things of like, yeah. well, I know the true sayings of Jesus. Yeah. I know he's like, no, no, let's keep it under one umbrella. Me. Yeah. And so it's not just physically united, but like, um, uh, by their message, yeah. let them be united. Um, I think it's interesting and also really important that the unity that he prays for his disciples flows out of the unity that he has with the father. Oh yeah. So like he connects those two things. He was like, I've shown you what this looks like. It's like a chain. Watch. I'm inviting you mm -hmm. into this with us. We're the father and I are one. Everything he has is mine. Everything I have is his. Now you walk in that unity too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three, Jesus prayed for our safety from the evil one. Mm. 14 and 15. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. Just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. Um, and that's 14 and 15. And so this idea of he's like, look, don't just take them out because you could do that. God, we everyone back in the heaven. He says, but Hey, protect them. Mm. Um, Again, I think this is something that we lack. Mm. I think in our Christianity tribe, 
of like really talking about the evil one. Mm -hmm. I think we put a lot of pressure on us of like, we are the ones sinning true. Uh, but that there are, there are these outside forces. There are these spiritual forces that he says, Hey, protect them. And the, the last longest prayers that we have of Jesus, he's saying, God help them from the evil one. Yeah. Protect all my believers from the evil one because it's not good. There is evil that wants to destroy you. Yes. And destroy your family and destroy whatever opportunity yeah. it is you have to be a force for good and God in this world. But, and that's serious. Yeah. And we should be aware of that. I think awareness is important, but Jesus is praying in power here. The evil one has no power no. over Jesus. And, and we are offered that same power, but you have to be aware and you have to take hold of it. Yeah. We don't have the luxury of being the son of God yeah. and being sent. Like we do have faults, Yeah, but and we're weaknesses. also given power though. Yeah. And we have some weaknesses, but he's like, but I'm also giving you, mm -hmm. um, some help. Yep. You know, we're not a hundred percent, a hundred percent behind the eight ball in this. We have some help in this. Yeah. But Jesus is saying, Perk, be aware. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> God help them. Cause they need it. Yeah. And then that's also for us reading it going, Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We need that help. Um, there's a lot of, of the world in the world of the world. The world itself doesn't mean earth mm -hmm. globe. Yes. If you listen to this, it's worldly things. Yes. It's the environment, the, uh, uh, everything outside of Christianity and following Jesus outside the will of God, spirit versus flesh. Right. Is so another is another analogy, right? So your flesh worldly of your worldly desires yeah. of, uh, sinful desires and you can continue to use those. <laughs> the the planet itself is good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the world itself it's is not fine. saying like the globe is is bad. But <laughs> take them out of the rainforest. Yeah. Take them out of no he's saying it's talking about like the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of the world. Basically. Yeah. Which the evil one yes. likes to reign. Yes. So there. So okay. Shoo, good job. All right. We're at 34 minutes and we have 17 more of these to go. To. We no, do not. Jesus prayed that we would be sanctified in the truth. That is 16 and 19. What does sanctify mean, Justin? Um, that we are <laughs> set apart to be holy. Yeah. That, hey, to that, that you have a purpose in being holy in this, that you are sanctified, that you can have that. It says, they are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth as you sent me into the world. So I have sent them into the world and for their sake, I uh, consecrate myself so that they also may be sanctified in the truth that they may have this charge of like, Hey, you're made to be righteous. Yeah. You are made to be holy and to live by God's word and to push God's word. Yeah. Go and do it. This isn't, you don't have to be PhD, MDiv, minister, pastor, mm -hmm. priest, shaman. I don't know. Yeah. You know, they had stuff. Everyone is is made to be sanctified by the truth. Yeah, we talked about we talk about this all the time. Uh, you can live your life any way you want to live it. There, there, are an unlimited number of ways by which you can structure and order your life. Those who follow Jesus are sanctified, are set apart by truth, by yes. what we read in Scripture, um, and and how we're led by the Holy Spirit. That's what sets us apart: is that we choose to live by this way. Yeah. Millions of ways you could choose to live your life, but but followers of Jesus are sanctified, set apart because we choose to live by his words. There you go. That's it. 
and then he prays for that. Yes. Like he prays for us to continue to know that and to have that revealed and to work towards that. All right. Uh, five, Jesus prayed that all Christians would be unified. Mm-hmm. Again, that's a 20 and 23. Mm-hmm. Verse 23. That's a, a lot one there. But this idea of us being unified together, we are stronger together. Um, if if Christ's message is remain in me, I am love, I've loved my father, um, love God, love others, do this, he knows that there's gonna be a time where that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Well we're gonna have our we're gonna, you know, have our own issues and our own things that we want to rally behind and that means that we could not like other people no you're doing it wrong and Mm -hmm. you can see this today this is nothing i think this is big probably bigger today than it might have been back then Mm -hmm. like he may have been praying two thousand years in the future for this because he's like look y'all are gonna get 75 million denominations y'all are gonna all basically the same thing but you're gonna hate each other for some reason yeah and then other people are going to look at all of you and go, you guys are all Christians, but that don't you, make any sense. That don't make no sense. <laughs> you guys don't like each other. Yeah. Um, he said, look, be unified in this. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> it, uh, it draws me back to 15. You know, it says, it's talk, it just talks about like I and them, you're in me. Let them be one as we're one. It's all about like abiding. Um, and, yeah, I think it's. I think it was like uh, uh, he's really focusing in on this because he knows one what's about to happen immediately. They're going to be scattered. Said so strike the strike yeah. the shepherd and the sheep scattered. Um, but also long term, like we like to divide up. We like to make tribes. Uh-huh. And Jesus is saying, no, we're doing a new thing. We're all together, right? Yeah, so. yeah, that's great. Uh, six, Jesus prayed that the church would see his glory. Verse 24, Father, I desired that... Was that your knuckles? It was. Apologize. That was very loud. Uh, Father, I desired that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am to see my glory that you have given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. Uh, wants to see his glory. Like, know that he is Lord. Yeah. Know that Jesus is King. That he is the Savior. And without him... Womp womp. <laughs> like, yeah. we wouldn't be where we are today. And so, like, hey, see that. Like, don't forget about Jesus. Like, don't forget his life, his death, his resurrection, uh, his sacrifice for us. Yeah. It's like these guys got real close, and there were a few moments where it kind of seemed like they might be getting it. Yeah. But they never really just kind of jumped over that ledge. I mean, and, and I get it. Like, it would it would it would be really hard if we were going through the same thing here. But Jesus is saying, "Let them see the fulfillment of this. Let them see me in my power and in yeah. glory to really know once and for all that I am who they already have said I am. But now let them see it with their own yeah. eyes." Yeah, great. Uh, and then seven, Jesus will continue to make God's um, name known. He's like, "I'm I'm doing this in your name." And that's in verse twenty six. I may know to them. I made known to them your name and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them. Mm. He's praying that he's like, Hey, let me help everyone know God. Mm. Uh, and that you love him. Like I have loved him. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool charge too. Like we are, we are part of that as well. Like we can get wrapped up in that as well of Mm. let us help his name be known yeah, and glorified. 
Yeah, it says it says earlier, this is eternal life that they may know you. But he what, prays they, for our eternal life, and in that it's... Yeah, this kind of be, it bookends with this idea that like this path to life, both you, now and in you. the future, is know knowing you. God. And Jesus promises here, yeah. he says, I've made your name known, and, and I'm guess what? I'm going to continue to make your name known. We're going to put on repeat. That's right. So I think that's a great way to kind of begin. And in, and I mean, Jesus wrote it. So <laughs> who, who, who cares what I think? But like, this is a good way to begin and end this podcast. How about yeah, that? I can't uh, say there that. There we go. There we go. We went a little bit longer, guys. 40 uh, minutes. We, hey, and, and we had talked about this. I told been, Justin beforehand, I was like, we're doing this whole chapter. Yeah, whole but this is a big chapter, episode. dog. I mean, we could sit here, but I just wanted to get a brief overview. Spend some more time. Read. We didn't seven, even scratch the surface. Yeah, not really. You can do your own research. Uh, you guys can read, I hope. Um, but yeah, there's just seven things that Jesus talked about. The hour has come. He's like now and just a prayer. I think it's a beautiful deal mm. with that. Well, Hey, we hope that you guys have a good first day two of March. Yes. Um, the month of March always makes me think of the color green. Cause everything starts to come back. There you go. Right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Looking, looking forward to that. So hope you have a good day. Hope you have a good week. Hope you have a good month. Whatever is happening. Um, like, review, subscribe. Get some. Get the ND. Get the North Dakota in. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a good day. And then, yeah, if that happens. Gatorade's all around. Start, start. Well, not not all. I mean, for one, right? Didn't you say one? I, I was just speaking on your behalf. You were speaking on my behalf. You put words in my mouth. It sounded like now I got to buy a lot of people Gatorades. I thought it was one or two Gatorades. Uh, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see what happens. <laughs> it's a waiting game. All right. Well, have a good day, and we will catch you all next time. Bye, friends.